And here we go. Another edition of Jamal About Sports, April 25th, Tuesday night, downtown Brooklyn. Rainy April night. That, of course, was can't hardly wait by the replacements. And we say that because we are just... Because we can't hardly wait for Thursday. That's correct. We'll we are disappointed once our team makes their selection. <laughs> we are scant two evenings away from the 2017 NFL Draft. This will be a draft. Injuries, because every game they played in forty-five degrees. Sorry. <laughs> right, uh, I mean, we doing a draft show or what? Oh my let's goodness, go. it's let's, so let's, ridiculous. All right, we're gonna go right. We're going right into the NFL draft. Uh, just to that was just to get people, just to wake people up. Exactly. Get the crowd woken up a little bit. Make sure they they Wait. woke. Yeah, well, they woke. Well, you think they might be interested in our seven-round mocks for our individual team? Well, listen, sleep. hey. Hey, you got to warm them up. There are a lot more Cowboys fans out there than Lions fans that listen to this show. I can tell you there's one Lions fan out there that listens to the show. It's my dad. There are uh, at least two Cowboys fans that I am friends with that I know listen to the show. So, so there you go. All right. So. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, without further ado, we're going to go through every team's first-round pick. Now... I don't know what your criteria is. I we had Aaron and I have not talked about this prior to the show, so this is somewhat uh, off the cuff. Uh, we both have written down first round mocks. Um, my criteria is not is 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 based on a couple of things: team need, team history, and also, but at the end of the day, who I think the team should take. That's pretty much the approach I took. Okay. Every pick here is who I think they should take. I do have a few asterisks uh, for teams that will and I have one trade. go in a, very, in a very predictable direction. Okay. But, um, and I have one trade. I have one trade in the first round, too. And, you know, and of course, no, do I pretend to be an expert in every team? Absolutely not. Nor so, I. So, Nor I. So when I give you uh, when I give you Arizona's pick, they're like, well, what is this idiot you're talking right. about? I looked at the needs. I looked at the, at the depth charts. Okay. And said, you know, who's well, the best player available. That's fair. What that's, I think that's fair. Yeah, so, I mean, so this is in no way predicting who's gonna, you know, who's gonna pick who because, yeah, you know, of course, even the best mock drafter is gonna be lucky to get four or five, probably, because all you gotta do is get one wrong and then everything snowballs from there. That's very true. That's very true. And we've had we have a couple of off the field stories recently that literally just came out today. I don't know if you heard yeah, about Gary Conley. Conley. Yeah, yeah. But, but there's witnesses that say that it's it's, it's crap. Uh, I know, I know, but I know. Yeah, but the the problem is, is that you know, with such short time between now and then, teams don't have time to vet. That's the new word of, of, correct. of, 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 correct. The, of the century now. Team, so so that the situation. So the story is. Garen Conley, is a fir- who is considered by many to be a first-round pick. He's a corner out of Ohio State. Very clean off the field uh, until recently, which still may be the case. 
He was recently accused of sexual assault on April 9th um, by a young woman in a hotel room in Cleveland. Uh, he is uh, I, he hasn't said anything. I believe his lawyer has vehemently denied it, said that she's an opportunist. And listen, I, I have no – obviously, I don't know one thing about this at all. The only thing that you could say, though, that it's plausible that particularly now with all the focus on these things, correct, right – with, with all the off-the-field stuff. Right, these players are very vulnerable. Social media, yes. I mean, people can come out and say anything they want. Uh, now, listen, maybe he's 100% guilty. I have no idea, but that, that, that's the point, is that nobody has any idea. First of all, he hasn't been charged with anything, and he hasn't been arrested. Right. Right? So this is purely right now an accusation. No charges. No arrests have been made. And you it's, know. Hard, it's, just, it's hard to believe anybody could be that stupid. Well, I mean, listen, of course, but we've seen in the past lots people of... People can be that stupid. Right. I mean, it's it's stupid. It's, uh, I mean, look, look at Darren Sharper. Darren Sharper had seemingly everything going for him, and the guy was a serial rapist. Who yeah. dro- look at Bill Cosby. I mean, you know, right. but it's, uh, when you get into the... The, uh, the psychosis. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. But we digress. Yeah. So without further ado, we'll do, we'll do each team's pick... We'll do an alternate. We, me, you, you, me, me, you, mm-hmm. you, me. That that gotcha. whole thing, like gotcha. like a like a good eighties movie. You know, I'm you, you're me. You know, <laughs> where we switch and see right. the other guys by. You know, one guy's old, one guy's young, and then no, no, now I'm you, and you're me. Yeah, yeah. see, uh, wait, that's wait. funny. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the old switcheroo. Right, exactly. But that's not really him. Right, but, but, but wait, wait! Oh, he's gonna get. Oh man, is he in the in for the surprise oh, of his life? I jinx her doing Sue here. Wow. All right, so. Uh, what year is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Uh, all right, so first pick, Cleveland Browns. Oh, and by the way, the speed with which we're going to rip through this first round, mm-hmm. this is how it should actually go in real life. Yeah. I don't need Cleveland when they know they're going to take the guy we're going to say they're going to take, sitting there using 14 out of the 15 minutes allotted to them. Hoping that maybe somebody gives, gives them a call. Yeah, I mean, it's, annoying. I, it's, it's really super annoying. annoying. Anyway, so first round, I let Cleveland take a Miles Garrett course, defensive end Texas it's, 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 right? it's a no-brainer. Well, no, but wait, hold on. Not according to Warren Sapp. I don't know if you saw his latest statement. I, I, I refuse to listen to anything. Okay, so this this is what passes now for news and journalism in this joke of a society that we live in. On whilst watching the oh yeah, he's not a big Miles Garrett fan. He thought he shut it down last year, even though he was playing on one leg and probably shouldn't even been playing. Well, this is this, 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 this is this is what I saw. This is what I saw whilst watching the Mets uh, game on Sunday night. On the scroll, in, in between win probabilities, by the way, that they put <laughs> yeah, up on the right, screen. Yeah, no, that's a thing. ESPN continuing to ruin television sports. Well done, between, ESPN. Between the, ex, the uh, exit velo of the last oh, for, run hitter. Uh, well, well, listen, when we get to ma- baseball later in the show, Major League Baseball Network, goodbye. I'm done with you. I've had with you with your with your constant plugging of Amazon, your corporate sponsor, with these made-up statistics. I'm done with you. Done with you. But anyway. Get back I, to Warren Sapp. Yes. So Adam Schefter, Shefty, that little weasel. Everybody, Adam, every, everybody hates that guy. Adam Schefter reports that Warren Sapp says, "Quote: Miles Garrett, first pick in the draft. No, 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 no. You mean a guy makes four plays a game and then doesn't do anything? This is crazy. This guy is not the first pick in the draft. Ugh. That that's news somehow. That, that, that passes. For news. So so first of all, so, so Shefty's reporting that. Oh, good." Good scoop, but, but good scoop, chef. But Warren Sapp, uh, I'm sorry, Warren Sapp is not employed by anybody anymore. Thank God. 
uh, in, 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 in the, you know, he's not on the NFL network anymore. He's not a scout. He's not a draft guru. Why, why do I care about Warren, what Warren, Warren Sapp has to say? Well, you should. But, so exactly why is that even being put out? What is that? I don't know why Sheft is reporting that. So, I, yes. He's got nothing else to do. Yeah, Miles Garrett. I mean, watch the first game of the year against UCLA, where he absolutely destroys their left tackle. Um, who was considered him, to be watch decent him, Watch him any 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 game film of any game from twenty fifteen. Yeah. Look, he's got he, he's Von Miller. He, he's basically Von Miller, but bigger. I mean, that's essentially what he's been compared to, and without the baggage. Uh, and he's a good guy. Yeah, and he tested off the charts of the combine. I mean, look. It, it, it's a no-brainer. It's a defensive end. He's a pass rusher. The league needs, you know, the Browns need good players at every position, but it's a no-brainer. Moving on. Second pick in the draft, who you got? I got the San Francisco 49ers who just will need a quarterback, but there's no quarterback worthy of taking it to. There is not. I'm taking Jonathan Allen. The wow. That's who I have as well. No-brainer. Defensive Actually, tackle. I should say no-brainer. I, I, I debated between he and uh, Solomon Thomas because uh-huh. the whole Stanford connection. Right. Yep. Jonathan Allen's the better football player. Right. Okay. The guy cannot be blocked. Uh, he's really good. I, I, I love he and Solomon Thomas, uh, the defensive end slash defensive tackle from Stanford as well. If you watched the bowl game Solomon Thomas played against North Carolina. Ridiculous. The end of the game. They that reminded me, the last defensive lineman I saw play like that in a college game and dominated like that was in Dominican Sioux. That's exactly what I thought I was watching. It looked the same That's body type as me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, getting back, every play. But getting back to Jonathan Allen, yeah, he's he's tremendous. Uh, you know, the guy in the backfield, you know, every other play seemingly for Alabama. Now, granted, he's playing with a lot of good talent around him. But um, I don't think you... I have a film, don't lie. No, I, I agree. I agree. All right, so we're in agreement there. Third pick, Chicago Bears. I have him taking Malik Hooker, safety from Ohio State. <laughs> I had it between him mm-hmm. and his college teammate, Marcus Mar- Lattimore. Right. I took Marcus Lattimore. Okay, the corner. The corner is probably the little more, a little more, uh, yep. more uh, in-demand position. Yeah. The, the, I don't think you can go wrong either way. I, I don't think you can go wrong if you're the Bears either way there. Uh, the only reason I had Hooker is because you know he's a real ball hawk. Now, he's got some injury issues, perhaps, but... You know, he's a, he's a real ball hawk. Not that Latimer's not either, but um, – and, I mean, look, I, I don't know if they've given up on uh, – what, what is it? Is it Kyle, Kyle Fuller? Kyle Fuller, yeah. yeah. Apparently, they, apparently he's not he's done well. Yeah, apparently. he's not done well. Yeah, I read where he may be uh, – he may be able to get cut right. this year. But they have a couple other young corners, actually, that, 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 that played that, – that, um, that played okay for them, I think, and not that he's young anymore, but Tracy Porter, I think, is still there. Is decent. Not that you wouldn't draft a corner because you have him on your team, but anyway, I think, like you said, it's a toss-up. I went Malik Hooker. You went with uh, Marshawn and Lattimore, both uh, uh, Ohio, yeah. Ohio State defensive backs. All right, fourth pick in the draft, Jacksonville Jaguars. Who do you got? Uh, I actually agree with the folks at the NFL Network. I think Leonard Fournette does make sense. That's for them. who I have them taking as well. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, look, they've spent a lot of resources on defense, both in free agency and through the draft. Uh, they're pretty solid on the defensive side of the ball. Um, they need a quarterback in the worst ways. If you, yeah, yeah uh, I, don't, I don't think they're ready to abort yet. Right, abort Bortles. Uh, yes. Yeah, well... I, the, the, obviously, we've said it before, we've said it again, the name theory, 100% holding true. Thank you very much. Right, yes. Um, yeah, the bad name, if you have a bad name. See, I, I slightly disagree with you. I think there are way worse names than Blake Bortles, but I know you don't like it at all. So, um, But I do agree with you with the name theory, where if, if you have a name that sounds goofy, it's, it's hard. You have a lot to overcome. It's a lot to overcome, it really is. Like that guy Adam Schimpf, who's the yes, third baseman that, for yes, the Padres. Right. 
currently hitting 100, by the way. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I have them taking him, too. I mean, if you, if you connect the dots, right, new coach is Doug Marone. He's an offensive line coach. He likes to run the ball. Tom Coughlin's the president, you know, likes to run the ball. You know, kind of an old school guy. And this, um, guy's a, this guy will just pound you with a submission. No, oh, he's a stud. I mean, Leonard Fournette is an absolute stud. Um, you know, yes, he had a, he had an ankle injury in college. I mean, that's you know, look, backs get beat up. Uh, they've got a couple of decent backs on the team too. With the uh, who's the Alabama kid that they have on there? T.J. Yeldon. Yeah, T.J. Yeldon. So I mean, you know, they've got to, listen. Every NFL team now, the days. I mean, I understand Zeke Elliott was a bit of an outlier last year for your for your Cowboys. But the days of, of having just one really good back and, and, and crossing your fingers are, are gone. I mean, teams have to have at least two, probably three, and in some cases even four deep at the running back position now in the NFL. Correct. Uh, so see, They also have uh, Chris Ivory. Right, right. I mean, look, Fournette's, Fournette's a game changer. He's a stud. He's, he's 235, 240 pounds. Uh, it, it is, is, you know, he's around a 4'5", 40 guy. I think he runs... Plays faster than that speed on tape if you watch him. Yeah, but his broad jump and his high and his, uh, yeah. his vertical his, jump yeah, he had were, a bad were lacking. No, no, he had a bad vertical really? jump at the combine. Yeah, well, I mean, look, if a running back can't dunk a basketball, then I mean, why, why would I want him? Why you want him on your football yeah. team? Yeah. All right. Again, what are we looking for here? Exactly. Football players. Thank you. Yes. All right. I will find football players, goddammit. Yes. All right. So, round uh, pick number five Tennessee Titans, who got this pick from the Rams and that ridiculous trade that the Rams made last year. Uh, I have him taking Solomon Thomas, defensive end slash defensive tackle from Stanford. I had him taking, uh, at this point, a Malik Hooker. Okay. All right. Fair about enough. Malik Hooker, all you have to do is see that interception he made in the bowl game against Clemson. Yeah. Just to see how much range this guy has. I mean, this guy could be Ed Reed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, he's only done it for one season, mm-hmm. so, you know, it, it's a risk. It's a bit of a, it's a you know. So they're all dice. They're, they're almost all risks, right? right? I mean, <laughs> you know. But I have not seen anybody that, that reminded me this much of Ed Reed. Yeah, no, look, he's got all the measurables. He, he had production in college. Obviously played at a high level at Ohio State. Ohio State guys recently, the pedigree is very good, making the transition from college to the pros. Um, I just haven't taken Solomon Thomas. I can pair him with Jarrell Casey. Uh, listen, pass rushers, good defensive linemen. You can never have too many of them. Right. So, you know, either way, I think they're good there. Uh, the Jetros. All right, so I have them. Uh, I want a little... Uh, Six pick in the draft. All right, so I, I may have thrown a curveball here. Okay. You know, I mean, obviously the first thing you're thinking is quarterback. Uh-huh. But, but, you know, again, six is a little rich, rich for everybody's there. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're picking a, a quarterback in the first round or second round every year. It's not exactly gone, gone well for them. No. So... I'm going with a guy who I think would be just an overall game wrecker. Yeah, Hassan Reddick. Wow, very. Um, it's actually that's not a bad pick. I think you know they need they need a lot. They need stuff on both sides of the ball. Sure, the Jets are I'm fairly devoid of guy who I think just you can pretty much plug him in anywhere, and he is going to make people's lives miserable. Yeah, he's he's, he's one of my favorite players in this draft. The guy was a walk-on cornerback at Temple uh, at 190 pounds. Uh, worked his way up to about 235, 240 pounds. Ended up playing defensive end a lot of time for them. At, at about 230. Right, 230, 235. Great pass rusher, great production. Also played some middle linebacker for him. They kind of moved him all over the field. Guy, and then he had a you know tremendous production on the field in college. Blew up the senior bowl, both the practices and the game, and then also had a tremendous combine. He ran 4-5-2, and he's not just a straight-line guy. You can see he's got football speed. He can move in space. Has he done it a ton? No. I think he could play any position in a 4-3 on the linebacker. I think he could play middle, weak, or strong. I think he could definitely be in a 3-4 like the Jets like to use. Certainly be a pass-rushing linebacker. Um, I think he's one of my favorite players. I would... 
I was, I was praying that he'd be around at 21 for the Lions to take him. There's no way he's going to make it to 21 now, particularly with Reuben Foster's issues as well. Uh, I don't think he's I, – I, well, I, don't, I actually have Reuben Foster, the linebacker from Alabama, not even getting drafted in the first round now. Yeah, same here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, that's, I, think that's, I think it's a little bit of an outside-the-box pick and a little risky because it's the Jets, but I think it's a very but, smart pick. But when you're the Jets, everybody you take is well, major that's true. That's true, Does too. It matter? That's true, too. Now, I think it's a great pick. I haven't taken me Adams, or otherwise known as Jamal Adams. From, 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 from Yes, from LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, this fine safety from LSU. Everybody says one of the cleanest players in this draft. Uh, his father was George Adams, former mediocre running back from the Giants. Kentucky. Uh, yeah. Was he Kentucky or South Carolina? Kentucky. He was Kentucky. Okay. Uh, George Rogers was South Carolina. That's right. Um, yeah. I mean, look, like you said, the Jets need everything. Calvin Pryor hasn't really panned out. Uh, no. The kid's a great safety. Todd Bowles likes to use his safeties in, in, in interesting ways. Not that Todd Bowles may probably, probably won't last past this year, but, uh, again. By the way, by the way my, my, I came down to between two guys, Reddick and Adams. And Jamal own. Adams, okay. I just I was like, you know, they, they missed on Calvin Pryor. They might not have missed. I'm not really sure what they have in Calvin Pryor. Right. It's like, you know, they made – let's, let's just go in a different direction. Right. I got gotcha. you. Okay. All right, uh, seven. I, the, I, the, I don't know if there's a new team in the NFL called the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm not sure apparently, if you're familiar yes, with apparently, them. Apparently, there is another serious Los Angeles team. It's L- not the Rams. It's the LA Clippers because their their new thing is LAC. Which when I see LAC, that's the LA Clippers <laughs> to me. Clip okay, so so we're really talking about the San Diego Chargers, who are now the LA Chargers, which is the LA Clippers. I mean, am I really expected to call them Los Angeles Chargers? No, no, no you're not, and nor should and nor should you, and nor will I. And by the way, I also remember that the the Clippers at one time were the San San Diego Clippers right. in the in, 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 in the, the NBA the Tom Chambers era in the NBA. Yeah. So uh, so yes, they are the LA Clippers. There's a new football team in LA called the LA Clippers. They, that they shall they shall heretofore be known as the LA Clippers. So I have the LA Clippers taking your boy uh, Marshawn Lattimore with the seventh pick in the draft. There. Okay. I mean, they've got a very good front seven. They could depth. Every team needs some help in the secondary. Uh, I think he makes a lot of sense there if he's still there. Obviously, you have him already being drafted. And I gave uh, I gave him Jamal Adams. Okay, so there you go. So we're on the same page. Yeah, and yeah Jamal really Adams out, out there is the captain. He's, he's probably your defensive captain by the second year. Yep. And at very at very worst with Jamal Adams, you're getting a, a, a good run stopper at worst. Absolutely. All right, moving along. Eighth pick in the draft, Panthers. Who you got? I got Derek Barnett. Okay. And I know you know. I know they've got they've got plenty of defensive linemen. Well, uh, not really though. As I far mean, as pass rushers, they got a lot of interior guys. As far as pass they, rushers, they probably, need probably they, not much. They, they need, need help on the edge. Look, when, when, tra- I saw, when I saw they resigned Julius Peppers, what does that tell you? Yeah, it he's you a million years on old. His last, on his last legs, it means they're probably they probably could use some help. They Derek traded. Barnett's there. They I traded. Yeah, they traded Coney Ealy to the Patriots. Charles Johnson isn't getting any younger. Uh, Julius Peppers certainly isn't getting any younger. Yeah. Uh, so no, I think the pit makes a lot of sense there. Fine defense. And I love Derek Barnett, by the way. I love him. I love him. I, I, if, look, if he somehow falls to the Lions at 21 and they take him, I'll be thrilled. So you, you run to the podium. Absolutely. Uh, you know, listen, I know, I know. Drinks, breeds. Look, the guy broke Reggie White's sack record at Tennessee, you know, in, the, in what people would argue is the best conference uh, in college football. Uh, the guy is a massive effort player, massively productive. Yes, I know the size. He doesn't have a lot of bending. You know, it doesn't bend around the corner all that. <clears> yeah, I mean, yeah, look, you can the pick guy. Up. The guy gets the guy's a technician. Gets finds a way to get to the quarterback. Yeah. Bottom line, find a way to get there. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, you know, the people that well, he's only six three, two sixty five. Yeah, whatever. I care. I so care. is Cliff Averill. Cliff Averill gets you ten sacks a year every year for the, for the Lions and the Seahawks. 
He's going to be a really good player. I have him. I, I, this is uh, this is a little bit of a, a curveball here. I'm taking uh, Christian McCaffrey. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I think this idea that he is only a receiving back is ludicrous. Watch the guy playing in college. Watch the way he runs. Is he a banger between the tackles? No, he can run between the tackles just fine. Um, you know, Jonathan Stewart isn't getting any younger. Cam, and, and by the way, the fact that he is practically like a wide receiver the way he catches the ball. Cam needs weapons. I mean, they've got Greg Olson and not a whole lot else. I mean, you don't, I mean, like, you don't like Fozzie Bear? <laughs> I mean, look. Fozzie Whitaker is an okay, you know, fourth running back on your team, special teamer, and come out of the backfield here and there. That's fine. You know, Kelvin Benjamin's a nice kind of red zone possession receiver. He's not much of a deep threat. They need weapons on offense. I think Christian McCaffrey makes a ton of sense. I think people. I think this. I think the i the, the negative the knock on him is that you know well what do you do he's, with he's them? He's too slight and he can't take. the He's penalty. not that slight. Did you see the guy at the combine? And he never takes a big hit. Yeah, and it's not. He's two hundred and three pounds. At 5'10", that's fine. That's not small. That's not skinny. Barry Sanders was 203 pounds at 5'8", or 5'9". Emmett Smith was 210 at 5'9". I mean, short, stout guys. It's fine. You don't have to be, you know, uh, 230 pounds or 20 pounds. It's not that big a deal. And by the way, if you don't want to use him as a 25-carry guy, right. you can win at 10 to 15, then you can also use him on returns. Well, and he's a great returner. I think what you, you do is you find a way to get him 20 touches a game, whether it's 10 catches and, you know, 15 runs and 5 catches or whatever, however combination you want to do, plus in the return game. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think, again, this idea that, oh, he's got to go to a team that can figure out how to use him. I mean, look. It shouldn't I, be that difficult. Well, and I think it's I think it's a lot of posturing, too. I think teams think more highly of him than they're letting on. Right. So, all right. Uh, so, in other words, people, people people putting out misinformation. Correct, correct, which we know. And this disinformation. Is, this is the season of that. Rampant correct. In this, in this pre-draft process. Correct. All right, number nine. Uh, so wait, you had them taking Derek Barnett. All right, number nine. I have Cincy taking Hassan Reddick at number nine. Uh, that's a good pick. Uh, that would make total sense. Yeah, I mean they need a linebacker in the worst way. Plus, I think even at the pro level, you could put his, you know, he can put his hand in the ground on third down and go get the quarterback. We talked about him. I love him. Who do you got to Cincy? Cincy All right, taking? so I have who I would take, and I will split it with an asterisk that we know they're, they're the Bengals. Right. So this is really gonna. So it's gonna be they're gonna take one of two guys. Okay. So the guys that it's gonna they're gonna take either Tim Williams uh-huh. or Ruben Foster. Okay. It's gonna be one of those guys. They're the Bengals. <laughs> it's, it's what they do. This is what they do. I mean, you can pretty much write that down. They do like I, to take character. I think Tim Williams. I think, Tim Williams. I think wow. That's, I think that's what. They, but that's not who I would take. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be an adult. I'm gonna make the adult pick. Okay. And I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go to a, a position of need. Uh-huh. Forest Lamp. Okay, um, I think it's a little high for him. But. I don't. I don't. Um, I, I saw him play. I saw him pretty. I saw him dominate. And uh, when I when I've got when I've got my guy Dane Brugler comparing him to Zach Martin, right? I'm paying attention. D- Dane knows what he's talking about. Yeah, Dane Brugler, um, he knows what he's talking about. But a guard at the ninth pick seems uh, high. Their they're, they're, they're offensive ones in the shambles. And they lost. I know two they guys. need. I I, I thought he, about put, giving them either Bull, uh, Garrett Bowles or Ramchick there or something like that. But I just I don't think the va- uh, the, the 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 value is there for the offensive line. It's not a great year for offensive linemen this no, year. No, it's not. But that's why you got to get one when you can. And yeah. Lamp, I think. Look, uh, ha, ha, look at look, look at Chance Warmack and Jonathan Cooper, and not too long ago. Right. Those, right. those guys were both guards, both drafted in the top ten. Both guys are pra- practically out of the league. Lamp might be able to switch over to, to right tackle, also. Right. Um, so yeah, he's got some versatility. No, uh, I know. I'm, I'm going to make okay. the adult pick. There. All right. I, I think you're right. I think they definitely go defense. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was one of those two guys from Alabama. But I, like I said, I haven't taken Hassan Reddick, but you have him going to the Jets. So, 
All right, uh, number 10, Bills. Who do you have them taking? Uh, Solomon Thomas has fallen to number 10. Wow. Bills grabbing. Oh, yeah, that'd be a great pick for them. I have them taking uh, uh, Corey Davis, the wide receiver from Western Michigan. I I, I was thinking about receiver uh, there also. Yeah, Um, I mean, look, Sammy Watkins has not worked out for them. They traded up to get him. They gave up a ton. He's not worked out. He's always hurt. Even when he plays, he's not that great. Um, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, 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 I think Corey Davis is a stud. I understand Western Michigan at the highest level of competition, but you know he's got the size, he's got the production. Um, yeah, well, I just watch his film. Yeah, I think he'd be a great pick for them. Solomon Thomas, we discussed. And, yep. you know, yeah, yeah. No, look, that's a steal. If Solomon Thomas falls to the Bills at, the, at ten, that's a steal for them. All right, number eleven, the Saints. I have taken OJ Howard. As do I. All right, I mean it's kind of it's kind of a yeah. He's, he's the, the best he's tight end. Marriage. He's the best tight end in the draft. Uh, you know, you watch the guy in the bowl games the last couple of years. You saw him Senior Bowl week. He was tremendous. He caught everything. He's you know he can he's super not a, athletic. He's super athletic. He's gigantic. So gonna, and also. Also, it'll hasten the end of the Kobe Fleener era. <laughs> well, that's true. I don't too. have to watch him. If Saints fans want to watch him bumbling and stumbling around, <laughs> yeah. I mean, every Saints game I watch, he's doing something to lose them football games. Yeah, he, he, he's not great. I've I've had him on my fantasy teams in years past when he was on the Colts. He's feeding the interview. He's feeding the interview. Well, well th- th- this is this is what I always got from Kobe Fleener. The week that I didn't play him, he would have a big week, and then the week that I would play him, he would do at one catch for ten yards. I mean, that, that's basically what I got from Kobe Fleener. That's that's my experience with Kobe Fleener. So yeah, yeah I have no love for Kobe Fleener. Um, all right, twelfth pick in the draft, Cleveland Browns with their second pick. I have them take or no, you now it's your turn. Who do you got? Them okay, taking? so we got Miles Garrett. We got our pass rusher. Yep. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll the dice now. We're gonna try this again with quarterback. We're going to Sean Watson. Wow. Okay. I haven't taken a quarterback too, but I haven't taken Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, I was between those two. I'm going with Deshaun Watt, uh, Deshaun Watson yeah. because the, the the intangibles, okay, uh, leadership, sure. And, and Trubisky, I, I think Trubisky's going to be really good. I think he is uh, too. Except you know the one year scares you, right? Done it for one year. Yeah. Um, well, look, if the Browns are smart, if they take Trubisky, I, I don't care how bad they are, don't play him this year. Like let let you know whatever scrub quarterbacks they have in that there now. Take the beating and let him just learn and sit there. Maybe you want to play him the last three games of the year. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, just, I mean, look, they're not going to be any good anyway. Right. So uh, let him sit and learn for a year. So, so yeah. So I'd have no issues with either of them. On the same page. It just yep. uh, depends on it. You know, I'm just taking the guy who's probably a little Six bit and one. Might be able to survive, uh, you know, early uh, failures a little bit a little easier. Than I agree. Than Six and one, half dozen the other. Which, yeah. by the way, so 13th pick in the draft. Cardinals, I haven't taken Deshaun Watson at 13. Right. Um, they, they, I mean, they need to replace Carson Palmer. They do. Eventually. No, I'm just saying, I mean, look, they, Carson Palmer, this is probably going to be his last year. He's been pretty bad the last two years. I know some of that's due to injury, but, you know, again, the older you get, the, the more likely you are to get injured. Um, so, yeah, I haven't taken uh, Deshaun Watson there. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah you know. I, I consider giving him a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I did though, I took a guy that you don't like mm-hmm. um, at all, Marlon Humphrey. Correct. Yeah. I see a, a big physical corner that I think they can coach him up. They can get him, uh, get him with Pat Peterson. Um, I think Arians. Arians they need help in the I, secondary too. I think this is the kind of guy that's got to go to the right situation. Right. If uh, and that's that's a good defense defensive situation. I think he can flourish in that environment. Yeah. And possibly can move him to safety if you have to. Um, I like him a lot more than you do. Yeah. I my issues. You know, My issues with him are a bunch. First of all, if he played for another school, not Alabama, he would be a third-round pick, in my opinion. Number two, uh, D. Milner. Number three, Kareem Jackson. 
uh, right. case closed. Right. That's that's my argument against him. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to not not to make comparisons to other players. I know it's not necessarily fair, right. but I but mean, I saw you know I know. You know, I mean, you watch the film. My, actually, got, my big issue with him is... He a bunch by Mike Williams. He does not know how to find the ball in the air. And I don't think you can learn that in the NFL. I think you either know how to do it or you don't. And guys that can't track the ball in the air, I don't care how good a coverage you have on guys. Because the reason I say this, by the way, is I got a million guys on my right. Lions team that, that, <laughs> right. that are really... They're right in the guy's hip pocket, they but they can never the find a ball in the air. And they either get called for interference yeah. or the guy catches the ball. Yeah. So Fair point. I, you know, I see a pretty physical guy. Guys good against the run. Oh, he's, look, he's not a bad athlete at all. I mean, I, I'm not saying that. And he's fast and all that. That's my big issue with him is that he yeah. doesn't track the ball well in the air. Yeah, fair enough. All right, but not. I mean, listen. A lot of people think he's a first round talent, um, and they need secondary help. So certainly, it makes sense. Uh, 14 Indy. I have him taking Derek Barnett. I had him lasting this long. Uh, you know, look, the Colts always need defensive help. Uh, they, that'd be a steal for them to get him at 14. I'm sorry. Who, who? I haven't taken Derek Barnett. Okay. I have. Him, I didn't have him gone yet. So I know you had him already going to Carolina. But right. I yeah. have him taking uh, taking uh, Ryan Ramchick. Their offensive line is a mess. Oh, it's I, actually oh, gotten better. Well, no. I, I saw their depth, their depth chart. And I saw the Raven Clark at right tackle. Okay. And I immediately said, okay, okay, we, we're gonna have to do better there. Well, no. I thought. Don't they have the guy from North Dakota State at uh, right tackle? Or is he playing right guard for them? They uh, did. Joe Hay. Joe right? Hay. Yeah. Him inside. Okay. Uh, according to the depth chart, again, okay. Colts fans would know a lot, but I I could be a complete moron because all I did was look at the depth chart. Right. So, okay. So so for Colts fans, if you're out there, right. If I if I'm wrong about that, if, if uh, Raven Clark is indeed not your starting right tackle, I apologize. I, but if he is. That's got to change. Right. I think they need help on the offensive line. It's, it's not a terrible pick. Okay. I like Ramchick, too. Yeah. No, he's a good player. I mean, look, he, he's, you know, Wisconsin offensive linemen have a pretty good pedigree, uh, you know, for the last probably five, ten years in the NFL, so I don't think you can go wrong there. Uh, 15, Philly, who do you got? Ugh, Cowboy fans, Giant fans. Yeah. Not going to be too happy here. Yeah. Um. Mike Williams falls to the Eagles. Okay. Mike Williams is going to be kicking my ass for the okay. next, next five to ten yeah. years. So they signed – they have Jordan Matthews, who's pretty good. And then they just signed Torrey Smith and um, – who's the other pretty big pickup they got? They got a pretty big pickup in free agency wide receiver, Philly. Mm. Um, but, you know, Torrey Smith is not exactly a long-term solution probably. And anyway, Nelson Aguilar goes on notice, obviously. Right. I'm on the same page with you there. I haven't taken John Ross. Yeah. Uh, his the, the injury history with John Ross just uh, scared me. Understood. The reason I haven't taken him and not uh, Mike Williams is because he's completely different than any other receiver they have on the depth chart. Right. And he's such a speed guy, um, and they don't need him to come in and be, and dominate right away because of the free agent pickups that they just made. Uh, they have Jordan Matthews, who's a big, strong guy, similar to Mike Williams. Um, so, Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey, that's right. Right, that's why. So they got Alshon Jeffrey, they've got Jordan Matthews, they've got Torrey Smith. I think John Ross step right in as a returner, uh, and you know, and be that slot guy, that that fast guy, jailbreak screen and guy. Can, but and can, can quote unquote take the top off of the yeah. Defense. But I'm a big Mike Williams fan, so I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Um, all right, moving along, Baltimore Ravens 16. I have him taking Jabril Peppers, really from Michigan. Yes, and because the Harbaugh connection, the brothers. And he'll figure out a way to use them. And he'll figure out a way to use them. And they need they need help uh, on defense and secondary. And I don't care about this diluted sample nonsense that just came out. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. So, 
that's you know I know it's a little bit it's a little bit uh, of a, of a curveball, but that's you know. I'm, I'm a little surprised. I, I thought I, I thought you were not very high on uh, on Jabril Peppers. I think he's a good player. I don't like him for the Lions because right. I don't think he, he because to me, um, uh, Miles Killebrew is the same player as mm-hmm. him. The way the Lions would use Jabril Peppers is the same way the Lions use Miles Killebrew. So I don't think he'd be a big help for them. But I think he's a good player. No, I, I think he's got a great attitude. I think he's a great kid. I think he's athletic, uh, and I, I yeah, I, I, I think he's going to be a good player in the league. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it just depends on where he goes. Right. I, obviously, you can say that for everybody. Well, yeah. But particularly him because he has his his, his position. Yeah, we got to figure so out how to use him. I mean, look, he played. He was undersized at linebacker. He played corners freshman year. Uh, it's funny, Corey Chavis, a former you know, Cardinals uh, defensive back, mm-hmm. um, and I think he ended up his career with the Rams. He's a very good player. He's very high on Jabril Peppers. Mm. Uh, there are other guys around the league you know, that, that do, and he's a bit of a draft analyst now. Uh, Corey Chavis is for CBS. Right. Um, there are other guys that don't think he is. So, you know, I mean, you know, another man's treasure, you know, whatever. The, whatever the, the, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, look, Jabril Peppers, he played running back in Michigan. He played outside linebacker. He played safety. He played some corner. He played some nickel. I mean, look, the guy's a really good athlete. Um, I think you could look at it two ways. You get him into a pro camp with pro coaches that let him concentrate on one position for a guy who's, you know, 205 pounds and runs a 4'4", 540. You know, he's going to get better. You know, he may not give you instant dividends right away first year, but he could probably turn into a pretty special safety. Or the flip side to that coin is, look – you know, the guy hasn't played one position, so he's really raw, and he's going to need a lot of coaching and a, and a lot of time to develop. He's a good enough athlete that you think you might be able to figure it out. If he's a really good enough athlete, he's got the want to, right? And, you know, th- then the rest is you have to be confident enough in your coaching staff and your culture to, to say that, you know what, well, we'll turn the kid into a player. Yeah. So. Yeah, hey, fair enough. There you go. All right. So who do you have them taking? Uh, Corey Davis fell to them. And okay. You, and with Baltimore, by the way, somebody always falls to them. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Although it's weird. Like, they just traded Timmy Jernigan, who I thought was I a thought really good player. Thought, yeah, there must be something going on behind the scenes with him. But they definitely could use a receiver. I mean, look, Prashad Perriman, uh, that has not worked out so far for them. Um, obviously, Steve Smith Sr. just retired. Uh, they could use some help with receivers. That that pick yeah. certainly makes yeah, a lot of sense. I don't sense think Michael Campanaro is scaring too many people. No, he's a nice possession receiver. Yeah, though. but you know. no, I know he's not. A, he's not a game breaker though. All right, seventeen Redskins. Who you got them taking? I got them taking Christian McCaffrey. Okay, we're on the same page. I have them taking Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I thought about both of them, but McCaffrey just he can do so many things. Yeah, it's uh, funny. A good buddy of mine, my my buddy Mike, who's a huge Mets fan, also, and he's also my minor league uh, guru. He uh, is praying that the Redskins get Christian McCaffrey. He loves Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. He even wants him to trade up to get Chris. Right. I tried. I tried to explain to him that trading up is a very poor strategy. It's a very poor idea. <laughs> it really <laughs> works out. <laughs> but he's, yeah. he's he'll, trust, trust me from experience. Yes, he'll, it's not a good idea. He'll hear it's none not of a it. Good luck. Yes, he'll hear none of it. Well, uh, well in my scenario, he <laughs> fell to you. So, okay. thank, so, so, so right. you're welcome. There you go, Lantini. Okay, he, he can, so he can now terrorize me for the next five right. years. All right. Uh, moving on, 18th pick of the draft, Tennessee Titans. I have him taking uh, the the guy that you like that I want the Lions taking no part of, and that's the tight end, uh, whatever his name is, non David Njoku, yeah, and David that's who I have him taking. David Njoku. Oh, you do? <laughs> I do. Nice. All right, yeah. good. Again, best, I'm, best available athlete. You. I'm like doing the Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want that guy off the board before the Lions pick so badly because if the Lions pick a pass-catching tight end who doesn't really catch the ball all that well, I, again, for the third, second time in the last three years, 
I will be done with the team forever. That, that'll be it for me. That'll be a wrap. That'll be a wrap. I mean, I saw he's this great pass-catching tight end with his 32 catches for 400 yards or whatever it was. Please. Enough. I don't care that he's 6'5", 245, and he runs a 4'5", 540. Yeah, every time I, I just keep hearing, Eric Ebron. I heard all he, the same yeah, things. He's, he's not Eric Ebron. Okay. He ain't Eric Ebron. Okay. I'm you. I'm okay. You. Okay. Okay. I'm, well, I'm, good. Not, I'm not saying he's going to be Jimmy Grant. Okay. But he ain't Eric, Eric Ebron. And I think. Uh, Listen, let I think, the, uh, let's I think Mr. Let's Mario was going to enjoy throwing it in jokes. Okay, look, they already have Delaney Walker, who's a really good pass catching tight end, also, but he's not getting any younger. Um, look, please, let te- please Tennessee, please take David and Joko. Please take him. I understand you're not wanting him, but mm-hmm. I, he's, he's not Eric Ebron. Okay. I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. I saw very pedestrian numbers in a weak ass conference. Did you, uh, watch any, did you watch any game tape of him, though? I watched a couple of his highlight films, yes, I did. Uh, more, more than highlights. Uh, you know, if you watch the game tape, he's, he's, he's impressive. Okay. I'm a fan. I want no part of him. Uh, moving on, number 19, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I had him taking uh, Ryan Ramchek at right tackle. Their offensive line is a mess also. Right. They're moving uh, Ali Marpet to center, the guy from, uh, from Hobart. From Hobart, yeah. So uh, their right tackle, I mean, that game that you beat them last year where David yeah, Irving had, had the game of his life, they had yeah. nobody at right tackle. So yeah. uh, uh, Gaza Sherrill is retired, um, so I haven't taken Ryan Ramsey. That makes sense. All right, so I, uh, I, I did something here. I, I, well, all right. Malik McDowell, yeah. who is a total wild card. Boomer bust. He is, the, he is such a boomer bust. You watch his film. Mm-hmm. Half the game, he looks like he should be the first pick in the draft. Yep. Half the game, you wouldn't touch him. Right. Great size, um, 6'5", 280, you know, long arms, looks the part. I get it. Yeah. Now, I'm think, my thinking is... Um, Lousy he production, he by the way. Tech. Oh, yeah. Not, not very good. Not no. Very, no, yeah. Even his good year, his production his was not that great. But if you watch Five the film. Five sacks. Yeah, yes, but if you watch the film. Remember, he was playing mostly inside. If you watch the film, he's uh, okay. he's, he's wreaking havoc. Right. Um, I saw some really good film on him. It makes you think that uh, you know somebody can figure it out. Now, uh, as far as Tampa Bay goes, my thinking, too, was you, know, you pair him up with... Um, Joe McCoy. Joe McCoy. Uh-huh. Joe McCoy will kick his ass. Mm-hmm. And I think like he, he, this is a guy that's got to go to the right spot. I think right. Having somebody like Joe McCoy. Uh, get out. Get all over him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's certain situations. There's no way I wouldn't even think of drafting him in this situation. Okay. Uh, because, mainly because of Joe McCoy. Right. I think let, let's let's right. let's roll the dice. You, you, you're swinging for the fences on this one. Okay. You can hit big. Okay. And you can also miss big. <laughs> well, I, I I hope it's another guy I want. I don't want any part of the lines taken. So I hope Tampa Bay takes him at nineteen. Well, also the reason that you probably shouldn't want any any, uh, any part of your team takes because he's from Detroit, right? And he's uh, you know, suppose he's you know he's been in with some some shady characters too. The lines have been life. very. So it's not. I don't. I don't think that's a good fit. Yeah, they've been. He's um, a big Lions fan, by the way. Yeah. No, I know. I I've read a lot about him because a lot of the moron lines writers, uh, you know, because he's a Michigan State guy and he's. Yeah, they keep talking about him potentially going to the Lions. Um, That's precisely why I wouldn't want to take it. Well, the Lions have also been pretty consistent so far in their draft strategy. Uh, Since Caldwell's been there, and certainly in the first year under Bob Quinn, and they're they're very much high-character guys. They draft guys that were team captains a lot. You know, they're they're very much into that whole. You know, guys who love football, right. eat, drink, and sleep. You know, eat, drink, sleep, breathe football. There's something to be said for knowing what you're getting. So, uh, you know, while maybe there's a guy with a more upside from a talent standpoint, I think it's a better way to build your team. Um, Get people who want to be out there. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I'm not that concerned. I don't think the Lions would actually really take him anyway. All right, moving on, number twenty, Denver Broncos. What say you? 
Alright, Denver, Denver fans are going to be a little uninspired by this. Uh-huh. I went 100% need on this. Yeah, me too. I went Cam Robinson. Alright, I went Garrett Bowles. Right. Same, same difference. Yeah, I just think Bowles... Bowles has got... You know, he's a right tackle from Utah. He's old because he's one of those guys that did a Mormon mission. Um, and he had some off-the-field issues early in his career, supposedly. Or early in his life, I should say. And his, I guess his college career. High school, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but apparently he's been a model citizen for the last several years. Um, plays with a real mean streak. Uh, and you know, I, I the, the camera it's supposed to be a bit of a project, Bulls. Where he's not, he may not be ready right away. It may take him a couple of years of seasoning, and he and he's twenty five. Right. Well, well I, I, I all the stuff that I've read is that he, he he can play right tackle right away. Whereas Cam Robinson is a huge question mark whether or not he's a left tackle or a right tackle. Yeah, could be a DJ, another DJ Fluker. Right. Uh, who the who the pod the uh, Padres the the, the Clippers, <laughs> the Clippers. L A Clippers just right. gave up on and just signed with the Giants. So. Yeah. Um, you know, is he a guard? Is he a right tackle? Is he a left tackle? But you know, not a bad pick there. Right. Certainly somebody they need. All right, number twenty-one, the Detroit Lions. Detroit Football Lions. So, so my top guy Hassan Reddick is gone. My next guy that I would want them to take is Derek Barnett. You know, I want no part of the tight end. Um, but we haven't gone anyway. I've got them taking Jared Davis, linebacker from Florida. I know that's your guy. Lions need linebackers in the worst way. Uh, this kid is a uh, character through the roof, physical, uh, 6'1", 240, ran in the four five, high 4.5s at his pro day, played hurt, it didn't matter, he trucks, yeah, yeah. Sleeves, yeah. Football. yeah, makes makes perfect sense for the Lions yeah. there. Perfect I, I figured that's who you were going to take, I know you've been, you've yeah. been, you've been uh, you've makes perfect been sense. championing his I product. was going back and forth a bit between him and Zach Cunningham, I like Zach Cunningham, the linebacker from Vanderbilt a lot, I think he could be in another Patrick Willis type. But to me, Jared Davis makes more sense. Yeah. Who do you got? I thought about him. You're not going to be thrilled with this. I don't think you're a big guy. you're a big fan of this guy. But uh, I think he's upside. Uh, Tack. I'm going with Tack McKinley. Yeah, he makes no sense for the Lions. Uh, think? Yeah. The Lions like oh, the defense. You can't play defensive end at 6'2", 250, and a 4'3". Way too small. Uh, uh, shoulder injury. You know, if they played a 3-4, absolutely, but not in a 4-3. You know, if you gave me 6-5, 245, I could live with that because that's a frame that you could probably add another 10 or 15 pounds to. But 6-2, 250 does not translate well to a 4-3 defensive end. It just doesn't. I just don't think the size is there. Yeah. I don't know. I think you can get away with it at right end. Yeah. I, I don't – well, I mean, they, they have right a right end not, in Ziggy not. Ansah. And uh, I just I, – look, I know – most people think the Lions' defensive line is a huge need because they only had thir- uh, 26 sacks last year. And, and granted, the pass rush was not great. Uh, a big reason is because Zigianza barely played last year. Yeah. You know, you throw 10 sacks in the mix for him, and that's up to 36. Now, is that a big? You know, is that much better? No, but it's not as bad. And they they listen. They 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 sign a bunch of depth guys. I'm not saying these guys are stars, but. Is just guys you can rotate with, and they were, they're not going to kill you. Right. I mean, that's look, what the Cowboys did. Right. Or Monty Bryan had three sacks in five games last year. Then he got hurt. You know, they just signed this guy Cornelius Washington from the Bears, who hasn't had a lot of production, but he's still pretty young. He's a sick athlete. He's six four, two seventy five. And the Lions think in their scheme, you know, they could turn him in. You know, he's playing a three four. They think he's a perfect four three n. They think, in, you know, look, they've had some success doing this. They had that guy. Uh, what was the guy's name? James Johnson or something a couple of years ago came out of nowhere at six sacks in a, in a roll. Kerry Hyder had eight sacks in a rotational role for them last year. Mm-hmm. Right? Guy's an undrafted free agent who they moved from defensive tackle to defensive end. Um, so you're talking about Jason Jones? Jason, no, not Jason Jones. Uh, 
He was a guy. He came literally out of nowhere. He was with the Vikings. His last name was Johnson. And he had like six sacks as a part-time rotational defensive end for them about three years ago. And then Tampa Bay signed him to an offer sheet, and the Lions ended up trading him and getting an extra fifth-round pick for him. Mm. Uh, and he's been never been seen or heard from again. So my point is they've got a little bit of a track record of turning these kind of young veterans uh, who may be in the, in the wrong uh, scheme and getting right. something at them. So I don't think the, de- the defensive line situation is as, as dire as everybody else thinks it is. Um, now, look, if there's a really good pass rusher that fits what they did, and even if they took Charles Harris from Missouri there, I wouldn't hate it. I just don't think Tack McKinley fits their scheme for, for his size and what they want to do. Right. I don't think he's a bad player at all. I think yeah. he's a good player, and I think he's got a great motor, and you know he's a good kid, and he's got a great story, right? Um, you know, came from a pretty off, rough right. uh, beginnings and turned himself into you know a really good player, and he's been a good kid. Um, I just don't think it's 6'2", 250 makes sense for them, uh, right. at, for their scheme. That's gotcha. all. It's not a good scheme fit. scheme fit. So anyway, I think Jared Davis makes a ton of sense from there. All right, moving on. Miami Dolphins at 22. Who you got? Here's where I got Jared Davis. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. I haven't taken Taco Charles. They, they, they need linebackers. Yeah, they do. They definitely need linebackers. Um, I haven't taken Taco Charles. Look, Cameron. And also the Florida connection. Sure. Makes sense. Sure. Yeah, no, of course. I haven't taken Taco Charles. You know, Cam Wake is uh, not going to be there forever. Uh, you know he's pretty old already. Andre Branch is eh. Uh, you know they lost um, Olivier Vernon to the Giants last year. Um, they've got some pretty good defensive linemen right away. He probably wouldn't have to start his first year. He could kind of ease his way into it. Right. He could probably kick him inside on third down because he's a big long guy and let him play defensive tackle as a pass rusher on third downs. Um, put him next to Dom Kinsu. Let him you know get some one on ones. So I think he makes sense for them there. At, at, at very worst, at very worst, he'll, he'll, he's a quality base left hand at worst. Right, right, right. Yep. Yeah, I thought man, I thought you weren't too big on him. I'm, I'm not I'm, huge like, on him. I like, I like Tucker. I'm not huge on him for the Lions. Again, he reminds me a lot of Devin Taylor, uh, who the Lions are letting go. Um, but um, you know, I think for the Dolphins, there at that pick, it makes sense. Um, you know, I'd rather see. You know, I, I, yeah. Anyway, I, just, I, I don't think, you know, his, his tape is very inconsistent, um, but he definitely has the size. And, again, it's one of those things where you get him coached up right, the, the physical ability is there. Right. Um, 23 is Houston – or no, it's the Giants. I have them making a trade with the, with the, with the Texans. Oh, 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 you're, throwing, you're really throwing curveballs. I, I got a trade. Your, your trade's going. I have Houston trading up to the Giants at 23 to take rolling, Pat rolling with Mahomes the third. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, I mean, look, Texans need a quarterback in the worst way. Um, he obviously is a local kid. He's got a ton of ability. Bill O'Brien, somewhat of a quarterback whisperer. Look, he played in that. So you have them trading up two spots. Yep, I'm trading up two spots because I think they could be concerned the Giants might draft him because they they going to need a replacement for Eli eventually. Uh, both the Giants tight end, but then they would be trading with the Giants. The Giants. I'm saying they would trade. They're trading up. They're trading to get the Giants pick. Because they're worried that the Giants might take them, right? But then they would have, they would have to trade ahead of the Giants. They would have to trade up to twenty two, right? They would have to get ahead of the Giants. So um, the Giants you know, if they're afraid the Giants are going to take that take quarterback, oh well, I mean, I guess they could. I mean, I just I have them moving up two spots to make you know to make sure because they're going to off, obviously offer the Giants an extra pick, and I don't know how how much the Giants are locked in on taking a quarterback. But I think Houston wants to. I guess you're right. To make sure that they get him, they'd have to trade with Miami. That's true. Um, but I just have them tra- trading with the Giants. The right. Giants gladly moving down a couple of picks. 
uh, to get an extra, you know, maybe a fourth or fifth round, whatever that might be. Right. Um, and I just, I think, I think Mahomes to Houston makes sense there. That's all. I was just trying to get a little tricky. Yeah, okay. Throwing, throwing some curveballs here. That's all. All right. So then, uh, well, should I, should I give you the Giants pick, the New York football Giants? Yeah, give me the Giants pick. Right, so, obviously, uh, this didn't happen. I just made this up. So at this <laughs> point, so at this point, I, I would, um, I'm again going to make my life miserable and give the Giants Zach Cunningham. Okay. That, okay, I, I think that would make that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, linebacker from Vanderbilt, really he'll good make, player. He'll make plays all over the field. They need help at the linebacker. They spot. do. He can make plays everywhere. Yeah, no, that's listen. He's a so shot. All you, all you have to do is watch that play he made against Georgia on fourth down. Yep. to end that game. Yep. It was, it was this tackle he made. Yeah, he should get to, to, to seal the game. He should get to yeah. win the game. That four, reminded four, me. Four, that four. play reminded me of Patrick Willis. When I saw that play, I thought Patrick Willis at Ole Miss. When he was an absolute stud, and I wanted the Lions to get him in the worst way, and San Francisco took him ahead of the Lions. Yes, he's a very good player. I think it'd be a great pick for the Giants, um, and he also played well against Alabama. Um, all right, next pick: Oakland Raiders at twenty-four. I have uh, I have the Raiders doing some Raiderish things here. Okay, uh-huh. what you got? What you got? Not Mike Williams, by the way. He's still not drafted in my draft. Oh wow! Yeah, Curtis Samuel. Ohio State. That's very, very interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. Very rare. Four three five forty. Uh-huh. Play some running back. Play some wide receiver. That's a good spot out of you. That's a very good spot out of you. <laughs> they just lost Latavius Murray. So at this, this point, you had to. You, you went. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing what I would do at this point. They're the Raiders. You right. Got to do what they right. Do. right. 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 That's, that's a good spot out of you. Thank you. Yep. There. All right. Who right. you got them today? Uh, all right, I, I just uh, I went with my with what who I would take. Uh, with, yep. uh, Tre'Davious White. I thought he was the best corner on the board at that point. Great pick. And again, athletic. Yeah, he's Raider. He's, four year starter. He's a Raider. He's four he, four year starter at LSU. That's not nothing. I mean, yeah, you start for four years in the SEC at LSU at corner. It's pretty good. He's a returner. He's a returner. Yeah. yeah, he he's hopefully the DJ Hayden that they never got. Essentially. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he's supposedly he's uh, he's has a high football IQ. Yep. Yeah. That would be a very good pick. Yeah, a good, good call on Curtis Samuel. I think we can probably write that one <laughs> All right. Next is now I have the Giants at 25. I haven't taken Charles Harris from okay. Missouri. Right. Uh, never could have too many pass rushers. Right. Giants like to, you know, stockpile defensive linemen. Their best years, they had those deep uh, rotations uh, mm-hmm. on the defensive yeah. line. So won them a couple Super Bowls. Yep. Um, but you have Houston here at 25. Who do you have in Mr. Okay, perfect. Perfect. But by the way, I think I think Houston would be thrilled if Mitch Trubisky lasted to them at twenty five. Um, I mean, that's I, perfect. I think, I think it'll either be he, him or uh, or Mahomes or, or um, Mahomes, Patrick or, Mahomes, or uh, Deshaun Watson. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I, you know, I my board. I've got him gone. Right. 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 Yeah. I don't uh, understand and or see the Deshaun Kaiser love, even though I know he thinks he's the greatest player to ever play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, let's see. You couldn't start. He's got, he's got some bad film. You couldn't start for a bad Notre Dame team, but yet somehow he's uh, a first round pick and a weak quarterback draft. No, I don't no think sense. so. No, 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 no shot. No, no shot. No. no. So it's, no. it's, it's yeah. It's no. Uh, and he looked awful. And I get it's only the combine, but when you're also in controlled environment with no pads on and you can barely throw the ball, uh, no, it's that's not, not a good look. No, not great. All right, uh, moving on. 26, Seattle. I haven't taken Forrest Lamp. I know you haven't gone away right, earlier. Right, yeah, that's, that makes a lot of sense. But they need offensive linemen, so yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Who you got him taking? I'm uh, staying local and taking Kevin King. Okay, corner, big big corner. That makes yeah, perfect sense. Six three, two hundred from University of Washington. Long athletic. Exactly long. what they need, what they like. Perfect. I don't think Richard Sherman's going anywhere against Arizona State. Yeah, he also, got, he, also, it, he also got. Oh, you mean this ridiculous one hand interception? Also got beat a bunch of times in that game, so, right? But whatever. It's, it, it's, that seems like it makes too much sense for Seattle. You and I are on the same page when it comes to cornerbacks. Corners are going to get beat. Okay, it's going to happen. It's do you make plays also? Right. Right. I can't have a guy that doesn't make any plays and gets beat. You can get beat every now and then. That's how the, the That's world what works. The position is. Especially in the NFL, is you got to be able to have you know a short memory and can you make plays and can you make plays when it matters. Uh, Twenty-seven. Kansas City, I haven't taken Tack McKinley. I think he's a perfect fit for them. they got to replace Tom Bahali one of these days. Uh, I think it makes perfect sense. They, don't, they can bring him along slowly. They've got Houston. They've got Ali. They've got the kid from uh, Auburn as well. Right. Um, what's the guy's name? Who am I thinking of? The Auburn guy uh, for the Chiefs that plays for them. Oh, right uh, D. Ford. Yeah, D. Ford. Right, right. right. Yeah, I think he fits perfectly in what they want to do in that 3-4, that you know, attacking edge rusher for outside linebacker. I think it makes perfect sense. Who you got them taking? All right, so uh, here's an interesting one. I, don't, I actually have no idea if this is the kind of guy Andy Reid would take. Yep. With one on his football team. With the recent uh, little uh, uh, powwow yeah. between uh, between the running back at Oklahoma and, and, the, and the assault victim, uh, they, they met one-on-one. Joe Mixon. Yeah, mm-hmm. Joe Mixon. It seems well, they like had a civil – they settled. There was a civil. They settled. I suppose they had a one-on-one and they uh, – it, it's a uh, – if nothing else, just for show. Right. Uh, boy, they could use a running back. Yeah. And the fact that they don't throw the ball over five yards. Right. seems like he'd be a guy that you want to throw the ball. Oh, listen, what, what he hand. does from a physical standpoint sir, fits any – I mean, to me, he's a top – he's the top back in this draft to me by a lot, and he's also probably a top five player in this draft if you look purely from a talent standpoint. His his uh, his game from scary. Yeah, um, I mean, look, so look, he's I, got I the size, the speed, hands, running ability. I mean, everything. I mean, when, when your best running back is Charkhandrick West, right? Uh, yeah, no. Well, well, I mean, like Jamal Charles. Like, the, the, it's, what, what's what, what is? Jamal he's a free agent. He's a he's a free agent. He's any team can sign him right now. He's unsigned, right? Yeah, he's he's gone. They caught him, and he right. he can be signed by any team. Like you know, Adrian Peterson just signed with the Saints today, but yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, again, I have no idea if this is the kind of thing uh, Andy Reid would want to do. Well, look, look, no, 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 no. Th- think about it. Who's the guy they had last year that came out of nowhere? The little short guy. Oh right, uh, Tariq Hill. Tariq Hill. Yeah, yeah. Now he, he was a fifth a round pick, but they took a, a lot of they took a lot of grief. Good point. Because that that guy beat up, I believe, his girlfriend while she was pregnant with their kid. Oof. Uh, I think was the issue is that there. Right? Yes. Oof. Yes. So, and the community was outraged, uh, or a lot of Chiefs Nation, if you will, were not happy. Now, granted, that's a fifth-round pick, and, you know, they claim they did all their due diligence, and so far, so good. Fingers crossed. Unless they might want to go, not want to go down this route. They may hole. not, or they may use that as, you know, uh, a guide to say, look, we've, we've had success doing this before. Right. We feel like we've got, you know, the right culture here to, to keep guys in line. You know, who knows? Look. The Joe Mixon thing, again, we've talked about it a lot. It's obviously horrendous. It's made more horrendous by the fact that it was seen by the world on video. It also is almost three years ago. That doesn't excuse that he did it, but it also, it, I think it is, it's different if it, were yet, if it was yesterday. And I'd like the folks to know that the young man is doing just fine. Thank you very much. Thank you, Brent Musburger. Yeah, we talked about that on an earlier show. Boy, was that uncomfortable. No, look, I don't want to dis- d- diminish 
the, the, what he did. He punched a woman flat in the face, uh, knocked her off her feet. She hit her head on a table. She could have died. I mean, it was awful. It's an awful thing. You have to decide, do you want to give, do you think people deserve second chances? And do you think, regardless of the town, obviously if he wasn't talented, nobody would be talking about him, right? So obviously, I to me, the question is, do you take the talent aside and try to get to know the kid as much as you can and feel and try, you know, and, and be as objective as you can and not talk yourself into it because you're blinded by his talent? Is, is, are there redeeming qualities there as a human being? Was this a one-time really bad mistake like Ray Rice, by the way? And any team who's going to draft him, obviously, is going to spend a lot of time trying to figure that out. Right. 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 I mean, Ray Rice, the Ray Rice situation is a lot different in the sense that Ray Rice had already been in the league and been very successful. Ray Rice's track record. Correct. I mean, a model citizen, you know, a guy who was extremely active in his community in New Rochelle. Committed, you know, contributed a ton of money to charity. Contributed a ton of time to charity. Worked with kids from his old, you know, neighborhood. Um, you know, there were there were no issues with him off the field at all. Um, so you could put it this way. My point is, had Ray Rice still been young in his career, young enough in his career where teams thought he could play, he would have been signed again. Absolutely, without a doubt. Right, and you could have you could have looked back on. You could have used his prior track record as a model citizen up to that point to say, look, this was one really bad night in Ray Rice's life, right? And he owned up to it, and, you know, thankfully there's been no issues since then. Joe Mixon, you can't do that because he's still a young kid, right? So you can't look back and say, well, look, he's got a track record up to this point of helping this or doing that in the community or whatever. You know, he's a 21, 22-year-old kid. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the harder calls uh, that teams are going to have to make in this draft. But, yeah. yes, from a skill standpoint, it totally makes sense. Yeah. All right, moving on. The Dallas Football Cowboys. Yes. Who do you got? Well, this is your account, as uh, they say on PTI. So, who do you got? I got Charles Harris. Okay. Good pick. Yeah. Uh, you guys need defensive linemen. You need pass rushers. The best pass rusher on the board right now. Okay. Um, you know, there's, there's, the, guy, the guy I really want. Yeah. Um, but I... The adult thing to do here is to take Charles Harris. Mm-hmm. The guy I really want is Dory Jackson. Okay. But Corner from USC. I you know, I Stud. can't take that. Yeah. I, it, that guy's just, he's going to make so many plays for whoever gets him. Yeah. He, he's going to win games for whoever gets him. I mean, I, yeah. I might even be able to talk myself into switching it, but I'm not. I got Charles Harris. I, Man, Dory I, I Jackson. I don't think you go wrong either way, my I friend. Because, you know, I mean, he... You know he's small. He, he I know might, he might just project as a, as a as a slot guy. I know, but the, look, that guy best, best return prospect since Devin Hester. Guy returned eight. I know eight eight kicks eight kicks for touchdowns. Four punts, four four punts, four kickoffs. Yep, yep. And now he had five, he had five interceptions his senior year. Yep, I, the guy just does so much. But um, yep. But you know, but so I, I you watch him. He's, he's watch him in a bowl game against Penn State. Oh, yeah, he had a bit of a rough game there. Godwin, well, uh, Godwin, Godwin, uh, he had a little Godwin. bit of a rough game, but he also made a bunch of plays, too. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he's, he's one of my favorite players in the draft, so he's the guy I really want, but yeah. uh, I, can't, I can't pass him. Actually, his best there. game probably is when he upset Washington. That was probably his best game, I think, right? Yeah. He may have a pick six, I think, in that game, maybe. I don't remember if he did. I think he, I think he may have or he had a big interception. I mean, the, guy, the kid's a stud, Yeah. Uh, and he's just going to get better. I mean, he's young. He's a third-year junior. Um, you can talk me. You can talk me out of Charles Harris. Yeah. George, I'm going for, I'm going okay. for Charles Harris right now because I, I really got to get some. Okay. Well, I. Uh, but it's going to kill me when um, when somebody gets George right. in the middle of the second round. And, right. And, and he 
becomes a stud. Right. Or when the Patriots take him. But yes. Um, yeah, I have you guys. So I had Charles Harris just gone right to the Giants. So I have you guys taking Quincy Wilson, the corner from Florida. Yeah, he's a guy I don't I don't have a real beat on him. Right. I don't I mean good size, six one, two hundred pounds, you know, good player, just solid. Um, you know, you guys need help in the secondary for sure. Yeah, I just I feel like I can get I can get a pretty good corner in the second round. Right. Whereas, uh, you know, I'm just saying on my board, all the pass oh, rushers are gone. Charles ha- Charles Harris is gone. Right, right. The only other guy that was there that would be there that would make sense for you there maybe is Tim Williams. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm not going down that route. You know, yeah. I, so, but I, I just had Quincy Wilson there. I know it's not the most exciting pick, but just based on the way my board right. uh, played out, so. Um, all right, moving on. So I see we've already, we've hit the hour mark. Although, by the way, this is way still much much quicker than the way they do it in, in real life. <laughs> it sure is. Uh, all right, Green Bay Packers. I got them taking Marlon Humphrey from Alabama. Okay, Boy, yeah. Right, I that, mean, makes, that makes sense. They need help there. Yep. Yep. Who you got? Uh, I have them staying local and getting T.J. Watt. Okay. And, I have, and it's just it's good uh, pick. It just makes makes a lot of makes sense. makes a lot of sense. You could just see him just wreaking havoc. Absolutely. And see yourself wanting to oh, yeah. murder that guy. Oh, I, it's gonna. It's by the way. Not only. I mean, you just nailed it. The way I may have nailed Curtis Samuel the Raiders. You just nailed. I mean, that's that's. It's either going to be that or Joe Mixon, and he's going to terrorize the lines for and for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but probably T.J. Watt. He probably will be as insufferable as his "Hey, look at me, brother." Uh, and <laughs> yeah, with, he'll probably grow his hair out like crazy Clay Matthews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Get ready. Yep. Get ready. All right. Moving on. Thirty Pittsburgh Steelers. I've been taking Zach Cunningham, linebacker from Vanderbilt. Total Steeler pick. There. Yep. Yeah. Makes hundred. Makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. Who do you got? I haven't taken Taco. Okay. Okay. You know, it's just you know, the way our boards are falling here. Yeah. Um, seems like, you know, again, at very worst, a, a, a base left end. But, yeah, they um, play a 3-4. I mean, I guess he could play defensive end in 3-4, though. He's pretty big and bulky. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I can see that. I think, he's, I think he's pretty. He's pretty versatile. I feel like they need a lot of help on the back end of their. I mean, you watch that playoff game against the Patriots. They, their back end. I mean, I know what's his face left, and I think went to the Cardinals. Jeez, uh, my my memory is shot now. Yeah, the good inside linebacker from Florida State. Oh, Lawrence played. Timmons. Yeah, Lawrence yeah, Timmons. Uh-huh. He's gone. Yeah, he uh, you know, Shazier is there. I think he pairs Cunningham with Shazier. Yeah. You get two run and chase Not linebackers. Bad. I think Not it makes it. But you had Cunningham already going, so. You know, I, I considered giving them Ruben Foster there also. Right. Just, uh, yep. just uh, too, many, too much, too many too much baggage there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 31, I have Atlanta taking Tim Williams. As do I. Nice. At this point, you know, it's just like yep. they're, they're, they're so close. Yeah. It's just like they just roll the dice. Yep. And then lastly, the Patsies. Well, no, not the Patsies. New Orleans has that pick. Oh, right. That's right. Oh, boy. All right. Well, actually, this pick makes sense for the Saints, too. But, boy, was this such a rated, uh, such a New England pick. Um, as uh, Obi Mellon Fawn from UConn. Right. Oh, right. Exactly. Whether it's UConn or Rutgers. Or well, because, well, well because, you know, I mean, because Belichick, you know what Belichick would do. He, you know, against, uh, you know, the Cowboys in goal line, he'll put him at quarterback on Des Bryant. Or, you <laughs> yeah. know, and then in one yeah. game, he'll play him a linebacker to go guard Jimmy Graham. He'd be <laughs> a horrible reach for anybody else. For the Patriots, though. <laughs> right. So, uh, but I think I'll, I'll put him to New Orleans. They they could certainly use the help. Yeah, in I, secondary. I mean, look, the guy's a physical freak, right? Six four, two twenty five, 
all kinds of combine numbers, but he also was productive in college. I mean, he had over 100 tackles. Yeah. He had four interceptions his senior year, so he's not a total workout warrior. Right. No, yeah. he's, he's got some skills. And I like the way he looked at the senior ball. Yeah. Uh, who do you have Saints taking? All right, so this is, this is before uh, today's revelation. But Are they signed Adrian with, Peterson? Uh, no, I'll stick with Gary and Conley. Oh, okay. Uh, again, they, 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 need a, they need help pretty much everywhere on defense. Yeah, but, uh, but, yeah you know, they always do. They, they need some DBs. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so I don't know if there's anything to this uh, Conley thing, but for right now, that's who, uh, that's who I got. Gotcha. All right, this well, hour, so we have reached the not, hour mark. We're going to get our seven round We are not. Seven. No, Seems we are unlikely. not. Seems unlikely. You know what we, will, we <laughs> shall do is we will come back next week with a post-draft recap of both of our team's drafts as well as the rest of the league. Right. So until then, enjoy. Glad to be of service, people. Yes, that's right. You can take this, put that in your pipe and smoke it. You don't get this kind of uh, analysis, analysis and anywhere. break down anywhere else. That's for damn sure. Especially from two guys who've never, ever been a scout or anything like that. So... <laughs> like like a certain guy in the White House, we know more than the generals. That's exactly right. That's right. We know we know more than the so called scouts. We know we, we don't need you know a scout. <laughs> I have my own eyes. I can see. I know what a good football player looks like. Correct. All right. In any event, that'll do it for another episode of Jamal about sports. We'll be back next week with a whole draft recap. Maybe working some Major League Baseball. But until then, enjoy the sports and peace out.